The Ball Radio Football Show. Hi, Thursday evening at five. Paul Cooney here with the former Scotland and Rangers captain Barry Ferguson and Ali Defoy. And Hello. we're just over two hours away from the Euro 2020 semi-final. A massive night for us. Scotland against Israel. Barry, how are you feeling? I'm very positive. Listen, it's, it's disappointing that we've, we've lost these six players. Um, but I still look at the squad um, and I think it's still strong enough to get a positive result tonight. Um, still a lot of quality. Um, it'd be great to have these players um, but listen things happen injuries happen disappointment Stuart Armstrong getting tested positive and also Kieran Tierney and, and Christy having to self-isolate but we need to go on with it we can't use that as an excuse and I still believe the team that Stevie Clark puts out tonight I'll get the right result let's hear from Stevie Clark I trust the attitude and the mentality of the players to get it right on these big occasions so the rather than a, a rousing Braveheart speech it'll be calm measured words to try and help them to get through the game in, in the best way possible and get the, the right result for the country Barry I think it's a wee bit of the Braveheart we need tonight yeah I don't, I don't think I would be calm and uh, reserved <laughs> yeah. um, I, I'm with you I, I, I'm sure listen that's what Steve will be telling the, the, the press but I'm sure inside that that dress room before five minutes before they go out to take kick off that he'll be rallying the troops and I'm sure the, the, the players will, will, um, will go for it and again look I, I don't like negativity surrounding this Scotland yeah. squad um, I'm, a, I'm a positive one I look at I, I keep going back to it I keep looking at the, the players that's available mm-hmm. even without the, the six that are missing yeah and I still believe that, that there's enough quality in there. Well, Ali and Rob yesterday brought us the news about Armstrong, Christie and Tierney being out. We already know about the injured McKenna, Palmer and Burke, but we still have a strong squad is what you are saying. And the number to call in to speak to Barry Ferguson, and this is your chance between now and seven to call in Ali and speak to, uh, well, Scotland legend. Absolutely. I'm sure there's plenty of questions flying around your head right now. 0808 17 17 700. And no time is a bad time to call, so any time you fancy. Before or after your dinner, doesn't matter. Call in now or on the way home or whatever. We're on every night on Glasgow's own, the brand new station for Glasgow in the West. Tell your friends right across the central belt. The apps are there as well. And we're over 100,000 now in the podcast. So I know. Well done. I need to get Good. a wee cheer for that. I'll get yeah. one for you for tomorrow. But uh, if you've not already found the podcast at Go Football Show, you can find it on there. Oh, Barry, what? No, that's <laughs> decent 100,000. Did yeah. you just hear? Yeah. yeah, I've just heard. I'm not on socials. Oh, Barry. I can't. I but can't go on socials. You couldn't be. Barry, <laughs> when did you first play in front of around 100,000? Did you just come in the air, I suppose, when no, they reduced it? I think you know, the old Wembley when we went down oh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember we played the, the playoff game. Yep. England beat us at, at Hamden 2-0 and we went down to the, the old Wembley. And, um, we thumped them that night, if I'm being honest with you. Yep. Uh, 1-0. It should have been 2 or 3 I don't know what the, the attendance was that night, maybe 80,000 plus. Um, so that's probably the biggest atmosphere I've played in, but it was it was great. The old Wembley, I, I enjoyed that night. A great performance for the guys, just unlucky we, we so didn't close. manage. Yeah, yeah, we just mm-hmm. didn't manage um, to to get that vital equaliser. I think Kristen Daly had the header. David Seaman made a, an unbelievable save. I think if we'd got that went into extra time, there was only going to be 1-1 and that was us. The team were so up for it that night, weren't they? They'd been written off, but uh, they came back and came so close. Let's hope that's not the score tonight. Because Just had a wee message in about the score, yep, actually, uh-huh. a wee prediction. Yep. Um, 
Alan on the socials at GoFootballShow has messaged and he thinks it's going to be 5 nil tonight to Scotland. OK, well, he started early in the drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just about to say that. Is he on that <laughs> organic red wine? I Indeed. don't know, but he's on socials. <laughs> Any win tonight. Remember, it goes to extra time if we needed it or penalties if it was the case, but surely not. Some other headlines tonight. Aberdeen's Ross McCrory is getting... He'll be called up after tonight for the senior squad, so he'll be joining his brother, Robbie. What a start to the season. For young McCrory, yeah, fantastic. He, he's um, he's done the right thing for his his career, Paul. He's yeah. he's he's took the the hop and and went to Aberdeen, um, which it would have been easier for the, the the young kid to to stay at Rangers, and maybe play an odd game here or there or, or sit on the bench. But he's done it the right way. He's went to get the experience of playing week in week out under a, a good manager and and Derek McInnes. So. Look, I think his form's been exceptional. I've seen a number of Aberdeen games this season. He has been a standout alongside my nephew. I'm a bit disappointed that he didn't get a mention. Yeah. I think Lewis has, has been phenomenal this season. Equally good start to the season. Yeah, but he just needs to keep on um, working hard and I'm sure in time Lewis will get that call up. But listen, I'm delighted for, for young McCrory. Well, what do you think the score's going to be? You can call in, speak to Barry Ferguson tonight, 0808 17 17 700. We're going to the first caller in just a moment or two. But let's hear from Stevie Clark. Obviously dominating for a number of days has been COVID and the testing. I mean, it started actually when we heard about Edouard Monday night on his way over to join the French under-21s. And why play under-21 football? That's something maybe during the programme you want to talk about. Just now there are so many fixtures that uh, so he is out but should be back in time for the Old Firm game if he's fit. And then we heard the news. Stuart Armstrong tested positive and then Christie and Tierney, presumably around the bubble, the time they'd spent with Stuart Armstrong meant that they had to go as well. So, Stevie Clark was asked about the COVID and the testing. We have the situation where we are, we're all tested. I mean, I've, I've had three tests now in the last week. We all get tested. We're as secure and safe as any club environment. On that basis, I, w- I would think that it wouldn't be such an issue for clubs. COVID is in the clubs now. You see the situation, Liverpool have got some positive tests down south, St Man have had this situation, Kilmarnock have got quite a major situation just now. So it's in club football, it's in international football and it's just going to be, I think it's going to be the way that it's going to be for the next, hopefully not too too long, but for, certainly for the next few months, maybe maybe even up to a year. Well, we'd all been in the cars heading to Hamden Park just now. Barry, we're here. Rob McLean will be there. We'll speak with Rob shortly. It's so different, the COVID testing. You obviously had testing for the match last night. Your players losing 2-1 to St. Johnson. Only just... How are you feeling? I should have asked you about that. Yeah, well, in, in terms of the testing, it, was, um, it wasn't a nice experience, no. if I'm being honest with you. I feel for these... Premier League players that are getting it twice a week. Um, but listen, we were we were lucky. We had 30-odd tests and everyone come back negative. So we were allowed to go ahead with the game last night and it was a great test for us against St. Johnson, uh, a St. Johnson team who put out their, their full-strength team. Callum's, Same team as played Celtic at the weekend? Yeah, yep, he made one or two changes, but it was still guys that have, uh, have been round about the first team. Um, so it was a great test for the boys. Um and I'm proud of them. Mm-hmm. Listen, mate, we gave them a, a, a real game. Um, and we've got to remember that they've been back for three months. They've played 10 competitive Premier League games um, mixed in with three or four pre-season games. And that was our first one. So I was delighted with their attitude. Listen, we can still improve. We can play a wee bit better. But I said to them after the game, I was proud of them. So we just need to look forward to um, the weekend game. Our league starts on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Who have Dun- you got on Saturday? Edinburgh And right. then we've got Dundee United So we'll be doing testing after the game On Saturday To allow our game with Dundee United Next Tuesday to go ahead So 
hopefully touch wood again we'll, we'll have negative uh, results fingers crossed because that's what we're all hoping for it's, it's the talking point everywhere isn't it are we going to get through this season um, let's hope that is the case so you lost 2-1 last night they scored just on half time you weren't too happy about it no I wasn't too happy I let the, the referee know that I, I, I spoke to our goalkeeper to see if he'd touched the ball and he was he says he was nowhere near it um, so they, they scored from the resulting corner Right on half time. That gave them a lift. We kind of felt sorry for ourselves. Yeah. The first 20 minutes of the second half, they scored their second goal. But then I got a great response for the boys. Um, we scored their goal and we fought right to the end, but it just wasn't enough. So close, but uh, you must get great heart from that barrier last night. But tonight, because he's in, he's bouncing, isn't he, Ali? He's ready for the match tonight. I'd, be, I'd put him 100%. in there to give them a, a, a rally call. Stevie Clark, great reputation. Surely he's going to help to take us through and then we'll face, well, let, let's get through tonight and then we'll worry yeah. about, about the next I think we've final. got the right guy for the job. Yeah, I, I was delighted with his appointment. You just need to look mm. and see the job he done at Kilmarnock. I think if you ask any player that's played under Stevie Clark, um, they really enjoy him, he's a good man manager, he knows the game inside out, so I, I hope he's allowed time, because I think he's got a real good core, a good group of players, and if we give this guy time, I think he's a guy that can lead us to a major championship. Will we take some calls? Are you ready? I'm ready, I'm ready to All go. Right, let's go to Lanarkshire, and Brian's on the line. Hi Brian, good evening. Good evening, it's Brian from the Lord Cold Tartan Army. Gary, uh, Barry just stays down the road for me. I'd just like to thank Barry for his uh, service for the Scotland national team. He was an outstanding player and I um, just wish you got more caps. Good man, yeah, from the Tartan Army. Yep, Lord Cold yeah. just up the road for me. It's yeah. great to hear somebody who's... My wee boy went swimming your, uh, your, your hotel just on the road there, the Barry. It's an excellent facility. Very nice facility. Oh, I've not got that now. Have you? Have you moved on? I've moved on. <laughs> Good commercial for the establishment. So, Brian, what's your question or your point for Barry? If Scotland can beat Israel tonight, and it's a big if, it's a huge if, I think uh, Brian Christie being out has got a massive vote to the mm-hmm. team. That, that, that player can go play for the English Premiership, no problem at all. My point is, should Lee Griffiths be considered for the final against Serbia or Norway, if Lee can get some game time and some four-minute Celtic, I mean, I think he's the most natural goal scorer we've got in Scotland. Yeah, Brian, I've got to agree with you. I, I've I've said it in countless um, times on on the the show that I thought Lee Griffiths is the most natural goal scorer that, that Scotland have got. Um, he's just went through a difficult period. I think he's seen. I mean, I, I watched the the St Johnson and Celtic game. He, he was on for I think fifteen or twenty minutes. He's he see fourteen, but yeah, fourteen minutes. Well, well, well done, Ali. Um, <laughs> you got it. And he, he was a major influence when he came on. You you could see. You could. He, he's just a. He's a poacher, he knows where the yep. goal is and I just hope in time that he knuckles down, gets himself fit because the national team needs him. Mm-hmm. For me, he's he'd be number one on that team sheet and I'm sure Stevie Clark would feel the same. Is that what you think as well, Brian? Yeah, goals, goals change games. I mean, all remember him for his double against uh, England uh, and, and but he's got so much more in that pocket, yeah. Also, I'd like to ask Barry just very quickly um, about the formation tonight. I just feel a back forward suit as uh, against yeah. Israel I just think they look more stable and solid at the back and it certainly worked in the last three games the last campaign although it was lower uh, opposition we beat San Marino 6-0 we won 2-1 in Cyprus and we gave Kazakhstan a, a defeat we beat them 3-1 at home and obviously that was um, the, the, the beat us in the corresponding fixture uh, earlier in the campaign I'd just like to get Barry's views on the, the formation tonight especially the, the, the defence 
Well, the, the the previous couple of games, I I, I think he went in and he, he tried something different. I mean, I, I don't think it worked perfectly, but I don't think it was as bad as as people made out. Now, I, I'm with you. I like if I like a back four, and also I like a back three at times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to courses for courses. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, certain teams you might need to, might need to change your your formation. Um, I think tonight we obviously McKenna. And and um, Tierney been out. I think you will see him probably go back to his tried and trusted um, back four that he used the two years he was at Kilmarnock. Yeah. Um, and it worked for him. It did work yeah. for him. It certainly did. Big time. Um, but I, I like there's a bit of flexibility in the squad. You've got to have that with the squad, and he, he can go a back four with the with the players that are available, and also he can go with a back three. So it'd be interesting to see. What way he goes tonight, but I honestly believe with the the six boys that were out, probably out of these six boys, McKenna, Christie, and Tierney were certain starters mm-hmm. for me. So that they are going to be a big loss. But again, I try and look at it on the positive side. It's an opportunity for other players to come in and show yep. that they can play at international level. And I look at the squad, and it it's a squad that's since Stevie Clark's come in and named it. Every time he's named the squad, it's excited me. Yeah. This squad, there's real good quality in it, yep. and I just think if we give them that time, which you don't normally get in Scotland, you know what it's like I up know. here. Yeah. I just hope he gets the time because I think the the personnel that he's got in that squad, we could go and do what we're all wanting to do, and that's get to a major championship. Brian, do you think we'll do it tonight? Um, extra time penalties. Right. Positive, Brian. Come on. No, I think it's got to be. I think yeah. it's got to be tight. Right. I, I think Israel will. I think Israel a half decent team. Yeah. Uh, if the Tarn Army were present tonight, I yeah. think we're no brainer. I think we would walk it. Yeah. But they're not going to be there, so you're basically looking at a neutral venue tonight. Yeah. There's no home advantage now because there's no fans. So, but again, if we can progress tonight, that could work in our advantage in Serbia or Oslo. So mm. we just need to get through tonight. Brian makes a that. Aye, Brian up. makes a great point there. The the fans. fans. Yeah, uh, man. Yep. Yeah, it is a 12th man. Certainly, when I played in the, the big games at Hamden, yeah. um, Hamden is not the best atmosphere. No, I'll be honest with you. Yep. So far away from the pitch. Yeah, yep. but having the, the fans in and, and roaring you, mm-hmm. I mean, if you go a goal up, it, it is like the 12th man, as, as Ali said there. Brian, Brian was mentioning the Lee Griffiths against England. Brian, what an afternoon that was, wasn't it? That was one of those magical mm. two moments. Um, take I, us back to that. Know. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. But I've, I've never experienced anything like that before. I might never see that again. Late in the We're game. We're still remember? celebrating the first goal when the second That's goal. That's right, I know. Amazing <laughs> atmosphere. We couldn't believe it. I was just in the, on the line there where, where yeah, he scored. I, I was unbelievable. Just going back to Lee Griffiths, I, I just hope now that the, the penny's dropped and he, the issues he's had yeah. are being sorted. The um, opportunities he's got. I would just like to wish Lee all yeah. the best. Yeah, I, I'm the same, Brian. I, I'm, listen, I know... Everybody knows what what kind of side I, I side in terms of Rangers and yeah, Celtic, but listen, yeah. I, I I rate Lee Griffiths. I think you've always when, said that. When you've yeah, known. when he's fit and he's firing, um, I think after the winter break, you've seen the the partnership he had with, with Edward up front. I thought Lee Griffiths looked in unbelievable form. Um, just hopefully now he got that fourteen minutes on Sunday. He's going one. to go and work hard the next couple of weeks and. And hopefully he's going to be available for Stevie Clarkson. Brian, you obviously know your stuff. So what's your prediction then? I know you're saying penalties. Are we going to get? Are we going to win on penalties? Yes. 
We are. I understand that they've been tracing penalties. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's something. And with David Marshall as well, I think he's an excellent goalkeeper. I, th- I think we'll be okay. Yep, Brian, that's something you would certainly do, um, knowing that, that there is a, a chance it would go into extra time and penalties. That's something that the, the guys would be doing. Um, no, well, one that concerns me tonight is the, the the referee. I mean, they have such a big influence, obviously. But but just now we're seeing the games, uh, especially in the English Premiership, and up here as well. I mean, they're, they're giving decisions and there's no reaction from the crowd. I mean, right. they're just so influential. So yeah. I'm just hoping the referee's kind and fair. Yeah, you need a strong yeah. referee. Mm-hmm. Certainly yeah. need a strong referee who's going to do it by by the book and do it properly and not um, be swayed. But again, that's another thing. If the fans are in the stadium. And that helps yeah. the, the It shows you the effect the, the home fans do but have, l- isn't it? Listen, yeah. see football without fans, yeah. it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You need the fans. Well, Bill if, if, said that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the fans In are fact, so important to yeah. football. Robertson said that. How about you have a check out of this? This is the game. We need all the lads to feel that the country's behind them, and I, and I believe we will. We know, you know, we can't have fifty thousand in there and making a noise and everything like that. But we can feel it from home, and we can feel the hopefully the positive energy going into Thursday because it's a huge game for us. The skipper. Yeah, listen, I've no doubt in my mind. Every single fan will be sitting in front of that TV screen tonight urging uh, the national team on. Um, It's just disappointing, as I said. It it would have been 50,000 tonight. I've no doubt in my mind the fans would have been right behind the players. But listen, it is what it is. The the players now, most of them, or every one of them, in fact, would have played without fans. So they know how to handle the occasion now. I don't think that will come into it. And I do think we'll we'll get the right result. I say it's 3-0 Monday night, but obviously we have a few... Changes. Uh, few changes. Well, Wait. hold that. We'll ask you later in the program what you All think right, it's going to be. Tell so, you right All right, no, hold it, build it. I'm confident that I'm positive, so we're yeah. going to win. And Brian, if it if it goes to penalties and we win, we'll call you tomorrow night for the Go Radio Football Show. Brian in Lanarkshire, thanks very much. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Barry Ferguson, Ali Defoy, and me, Paul Cooney, we're up for the match tonight. The Go Radio Football Show. Every night, Monday to Friday, 5 till 7, Paul Cooney and the gang with the Go Radio Football Show. And you can call Barry Ferguson just before the match tonight. Scotland and Rangers legend is with us here in the studio in the heart of Glasgow in Glasgow's newest radio station, 0808 17 17 700. And Ali on the socials as well. Yeah, give us a shout at Go Football Show on all of the socials or of course give us a wee text 87474 and put go at the start of your message. We're going live to Hamden in a second or two to Rob but there's breaking news, Barry, that in the under-19, Scotland are playing England in, at, at St George's and it's been abandoned yeah, during the match. Yeah. Yeah, c- crazy. Ali was just saying off mic there. Um, why would you start the game if there's any chance it may have to stop? I, I don't really yeah. get it. Um, if obviously these players that were playing against each other, they would have been tested a number of days before the game actually kicked off. So I find it strange why it's been abandoned. I don't know if you've got any more news, Ali, or not. Yeah, well, it's been abandoned due to precaution in line with the COVID-19 protocols, so therefore giving you the idea that it's got something to do with somebody having come up with a positive test during the game, which sounds bizarre. See, they they would only be able to play the game if they they all come back negative in the game. If they come back positive, it wouldn't have been allowed to start. There's no doubt in my mind about that. In fact, it's it's understood a member of the Scotland backroom team has tested positive. So, yep, that's that's the latest. That's most unfortunate. It's the, the world we're in at the moment, isn't it? There's just uncertainty everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's very, very strange times. Um, but I, as I said, we know it is what it is. We've just got to try and get on with it. Um, the, main, the main thing is, 
We're playing tonight, Scotland. We're up for the match. <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's the main thing. Barry Ferguson is with Ali Defoy, Paul Cooney, and Rob McLean's on live now from Hampden Park. Rob, good evening. Hi, Paul, Barry, Ali, how are you doing? Ah, great, hey, thank you. We wish you, we were with you along with 50,000 others. What's the scene like at Hampden? I see the sun is out at the moment, but it must be strange, although this is the biggest international match for us in 22 years. Yeah, I would hesitate to say there's a buzz about the place. Um, <laughs> But, but we, unfortunately, we're getting used to that at the moment. That's just, just the way it is. Um, it would have been a full house tonight. It would have been an amazing atmosphere. We'd have all been biting our nails. We, some of us still will be anyway. Uh, but it's a real shame Scotland don't have the, the big backing tonight. Um, I mean, we don't have the team yet. Uh, we've been speculating for quite a long time. Barry picked his team, it seems like, uh, about three months ago, but it was probably about <laughs> ten days ago. And uh, he's been uh, changing it and chopping it and changing it ever since. And obviously on the back of those withdrawals yesterday, he's presumably been scribbling out a few in the back of that fag packet again. Uh, I'm just wondering what you think about this, Barry. Um, I'm looking at, I'm seeing quite a few people guessing at a back four tonight and wondering whether this whole back three uh, thing in the last two internationals for Stevie Clark uh, was just flying a kite, maybe trying to lead the Israelis off the path in terms of this match, which is obviously the, the biggest one. This is the one that we really desperately want to win and suggesting that it could be a, a back four tonight with O'Donnell and Robertson as the fullbacks, Gallagher and uh, the lead skipper, uh, Liam Cooper, as the two centre-backs. Uh, a back four tonight, what do you think? Yeah, Rob, I was going to ask you the same question. Have you heard anything about whether they're going to stick with the three or the four? I'm, I've been looking at it closely, obviously, with the call-offs and... The guys obviously coming down with, with coronavirus. I think they'll go with the back four. I think that's the the four that you mentioned there. Um is probably the four that, that I would go with. Adorno and, and Robertson, the full backs, and obviously Declan Gallagher and, and Liam Liam Cooper, the lead skipper. I, I think that's the way they will go. Um in terms of the midfield, I was looking at it, Rob. I don't know if you agree with me. Obviously McGregor and McGinn are certs to play yeah. in there and I thought Christie would have played in there amongst them I would probably go for Ryan Jack to come in in that area that's who I would yeah. go with in that area um, and up top and I, th I think Ryan, I think Ryan Fraser will start I mean I think yep. uh, 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 you know just you know for all sorts of reasons but but there's really in terms of what they an unknown quantity so to come back and he's buzzing obviously because he's back playing he's got his club situation sorted out came off the bench for Newcastle at the weekend. Uh, I get the feeling he'll be raring to go and, and, and he might just be something special for us tonight. Yeah, he's going to be a big player, there's no doubt. I'm just glad he got his, his future sorted. He can be a big player, uh, Fraser, in the, the future for Scotland. He's went to a, a big club as well in Newcastle. I watched him a number of times last year for Bournemouth and he was always the one that stood out. I think in the assists, he was up with the top of them in the Premier League, so... What Rob's just said there, if he's ready to go, I mean he's had a bit of game time the last few weeks, he's probably not at the level that he would be want to be at in terms of fitness wise. But again, he's a game changer, Ryan Fraser. He's a game changer. He's quality. He has, he, I mean, he, you don't play in the Premier League for the number of years that Ryan uh, Fraser's played at and you don't get a move to a, a big club like Newcastle if you've not got good quality. So I, I think he has got a real good chance of starting tonight. Do you think adrenaline will help even if he's not full fitness? Playing with Scotland national team. Exactly. I mean, you, you don't well, need... The dark blue. Yep, <laughs> that, that's it. When you represent your country 
it gets you through it. It's a it's a proud moment for all these guys, and it's a great opportunity for obviously the six that are out. As I, I says at the the start of the show, it's an opportunity for guys that maybe have thought they were going to be sitting on the bench. Now it's an opportunity to go and show the manager. Why they're more. Yep. Rob, they're before more. you come on, we were talking about Ross McCrory being called up after tonight, and yeah. we hear also that Paul McGinn could also be called up for next week. That, that's incredible, isn't it? Uh, the, the progress that Paul McGinn has made. I mean, I, I think when he moved from St. Mary to Hibs, um, you know, people thought, "Wow, you know, that, that's a that's a really good move for him." But he's been one of Hibs' best players this season. Really good in defence in a number of positions. When Jack Ross has changed the shape. He slotted in in different ways, sometimes a right back, sometimes the, the right of a three. Um, what, what incredible uh, progression that would be for him. And, and it would be remarkably, remarkable to, to join his brother in the squad as well. And they're also speculating, but this hasn't been confirmed, that uh, Lee Griffiths could be called up, which Barry, you were talking about a few moments ago. Yeah, listen, he's, again, similar to uh, Ryan Fraser, he, he's not at the level of fitness that he would want to be but you've seen the, the impact that Lee Griffiths made in that 14 minutes on Sunday at McDermott Park um, I thought he'd come on and he looked hungry not at his sharpest but you see with the goal he's just a he's just a natural goal scorer to get Lee Griffiths back in that Scotland squad I think it would give not just the fans but the whole squad a boost yeah Rob, you're I'm, surprised yeah. he, I'm surprised he's not in it already, to be honest, because with, with Ollie Burke having been withdrawn yesterday, I would have thought that was all, all the excuse Scotland needed to get him in there. But presumably there's an instruction from Celtic at the moment that, they, that, that he's not ready. They want him um, under their eye to continue the training process, get himself sharper and sharper, fitter and fitter. But, you know, you do wonder whether... Uh, we were talking about this with Darren Jackson last night, uh, you do wonder whether uh, being part of the Scotland training setup, not not for this game, but for the, for the two coming up, and just being part of the international training camp as well, might have done him a whole lot of good, just in terms of his, his whole feeling of well-being at the moment. Um, so, you know, you, you, do, you do wonder whether he might uh, be involved in the international setup uh, over these three games before we're finished. I hope he is. I, I really yeah. do. I mean, I'll go back to what I said. I thought the 14 minutes that he came on on Sunday, you've seen the difference he made to that Celtic team. And that's him been out for a number of months. Um, and a 50-60% Lee Griffiths. He's still, a, yeah, he's still, a, he's still yeah. a top player. Um, you've you seen him last season after that winter break. I thought the, the partnership, as I said previously with Edward, I, I thought he was brilliant for two months. Um, just obviously had these issues during lockdown. He's not come back at the levels that Neil Lennon wanted. But he's obviously away and worked hard. And I would love to see Stevie Clark call him up after the game tonight. Rob, when you arrived at Hamden, we had a caller on Brian. And Brian thinks it's going to go to extra time and penalties. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. So, um, what's the word from the Israeli camp? I know we don't have the team yet. Clearly, everyone here knows near Beton. Everyone thought he was out. But there were uh, sort of murmurings that he might play tonight. Really? Well, that's, that, that's news to me because I thought he was injured uh, and out of it, Paul. But, I mean, obviously, Hatem El-Hamed, you would imagine, will play Offer Marciano of Hibs, will be in goals. Um, I mean, they've got, they've got some good players, mainly mainly in a, an attack, uh, where, I mean, Eran Zahavi of, of PSV plays uh, club football in the Netherlands, and he scored that cracker of a goal last month. 
at Hamden to remind us what he's capable of. Uh, Munas de Boer plays his uh, club football with Hoffenheim in Germany. So, so they do have quality about them. But also, I mean, you have to get this into perspective. They are 93rd in the FIFA World Rankings. Now, that is not the Bible of world football, that's for sure, because, you know, you can read all sorts of things in the statistics. Sure. But they're actually currently located at the moment between Madagascar and Vietnam in the world football rankings. This is not a great team, nor are we. Mm-hmm. We're, we're 49th. Uh, we're not exactly ripping up trees at the moment, but we should be good enough to beat Israel. And, and Barry's spoken about it on the show night after night. You know, when you go through that squad and you pick out some of the players, the quality we have with the likes of uh, McGinn and McGregor and Fraser and the way Dykes played mm-hmm. uh, in his two internationals for Scotland. I mean, he, his touch was so good. He held it up so well. It was a crying shame there wasn't enough happening round about him in the last two games. But you would hope tonight that he gets that sort of support with people like McGinn and Fraser uh, running off him uh, McGregor getting forward as well for Scotland, and we and we can get this win. We don't care how it comes around as long as we get it. It's still a strong midfield and attack, and Lyndon Dykes was probably the most underrated. Most of us didn't hadn't seen enough of him. Barry, he's impressed you a lot recently. Yeah, listen, it's obviously a big step up going into yeah. international, sure. and I, I watched it keenly, um, and I thought the the two games. I thought even the first game against Israel, he, he done pretty well, but I thought over against the Czech Republic he was exceptional he got his goal um, and he just eased himself into international football um, I, I, again I'm like everybody else I watched a lot of him last year when he was at Livingston and I always thought he could make that step up again he's went down to the championship got a great move and he's done really well for Stevie Clark the, the two games I think he'll be one of the the first names on the team sheet um, and do you know what I'll go back to it. I would love to see a Lee Griffiths beside him yeah. I think that could be a an exceptional partnership you got him in speed dial for tonight you'd phone him now wouldn't you and say get to Hamden I would just put him on the get bench, him the bench. Yeah, yeah. get him on the bench get him on for 20 yeah. minutes I'm sure he would he would nip a goal so will Rob, Rob sh- I was just going to say actually yeah. Rob I don't know if you you'll be able to pronounce uh, the Israel coach's name better than me go for it Willie, no, you have your go first. Yeah. Yes, on, on you go. Yeah. Willie Ruttensteiner. Ruttensteiner. Yeah, I'm going to give you a nine out of ten for that. I'll take that yeah. um, from you, especially. So apparently, he's made it very clear to Neil Lennon that he near Beaton will be available tonight, and he was training at Hamden earlier. So right. I don't know if that okay. puts a so, yes. spanner oh, well, that, in the works. Neil Lennon might be here to see him tonight and have a word about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's hotting up for tonight. Yeah. Yeah, Rob? but that, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. If uh, Beaton and El Hamed are both mm-hmm. potentially going to be in that back line for for Israel tonight, yeah. they, they will have taken a bit. Of, I mean, the problem with that one-one draw here last month is, is that the Israelis will have taken a fair bit of confidence yes. out of that. They might have gone into that match with a fair bit of fear the first one, but because they were good for their draw, that uh, they won't have any feeling of inferiority. I don't think uh, coming up against Scotland here tonight. Uh, they'll they'll believe that that they could be playing Norway or or Serbia in the final next month, and that's a pity. That that's yeah. if if we'd beaten them convincingly last time, um, that that would have put a real marker down. Scotland haven't done that, so it's all to do here tonight. It's all very possible, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Brian's right and we're biting our nails. Uh, we're full of. Uh, late night tension yeah. um, in Mount Florida tonight if it does go to extra time and penalties so yeah the manager Stevie Clark was asked uh, what, what about penalties 
If you're going into a game that might go to penalties at the end of the training sessions in that particular week, just let everybody take one penalty and see what happens. But taking one on a training pitch and taking one in a, in a stadium where there's a lot riding on that kick is, is a totally different experience. Well, let's see. I'm going to say, Barry, let's hope it doesn't come to that. We don't care, as long as we win tonight. I honestly yeah. don't care how we... But listen, yeah. it's a bonus if we play well. I just want the team to win. Um, how we do that, they just need to find a, find a way. And I agree with what Rob says. He mentioned the players. I mean, you've got Callum McGregor and John McGinn. Two midfielders that could probably get into quite a lot of Premier League teams. Down south, I'm talking about top Premier League teams. I know John McGinn's obviously playing in there with Aston Villa, but I still look at it and I think we should have enough um, to beat Israel. There's no doubt about that. And we said on Monday night, the confidence John McGinn's got after that injury he's back and that win at the weekend against Liverpool is phenomenal in his yeah. goal. Yeah. Listen, I watched him with, with Hibs and he was a good player and you always look with interest when he, he got that move down to Aston Villa. Every time I watch him in the Premier League, he's one of the best players on the pitch for Aston Villa. Um, and I just want about it last night actually yeah. saying Grealish wouldn't if I pronounced that correctly he wouldn't be anywhere near as, as good as he is at the moment if he wasn't linking up with John McGinn yeah, yeah but two of them have got a real good um, partnership going Grealish and, and McGinn yeah. but um, I, I'm one of the ones I think if he continues that sort of form for Aston Villa the top six will come calling for him one day Rob McLean here's, Rob, here's, yeah. a, here's, here's a thought Paul but yes. I just wonder whether tonight we might see the best of Andy Robertson if Scotland do revert to a back four and he is in his traditional starting position which he is for Liverpool that little bit deeper than he's been recently where he starts as a, as a wing back I just wonder whether we might see him refreshed and back to his best because you know we, we rave about uh, John McGinn and the level he's playing at at the moment but Andy Robertson is, is playing for the, the champions in England I know they suffered a big defeat at the weekend he is a top player who hasn't really done it 100% uh, on international duty recently I just wonder if we do get back to our back four whether he's going to really relish that tonight and deliver Rob, don't go away because we're going to hear from Andy Robertson next and then we'll hear from Barry and you can call in. We're going to Lanarkshire as well. Joseph on the line shortly and the number 0808 17 17 700 two hours away from kickoff Scotland against Israel. The Bull Radio Football Show. Go Radio Football Show on Go Radio, the home of Crofty, Adele and Grado every morning when you wake up. Rob McLean is with us with Barry Ferguson, Ali Defoy and me, Paul Cooney. And let's hear from the Scotland skipper, Andy Robertson. This is the game. We need all the lads to feel that the country's behind them and I, and I believe we will. We know you know, we can't have 50,000 in there and making a noise and everything like that, but we can feel it from home and we can feel the hopefully the positive energy going into Thursday because it's a huge game for us. It's tough. Um, you know, I suppose our responsibilities is now to look at the people that, you know, we have available for tomorrow and get our, you know, focus on the game. That's, you know, we can't control, unfortunately, the, um, you know, three lads having it. I think, he, he, I'm stating the obvious, he sounds so positive, he sounds like a skipper, he sounds like the captain. You've got to be. Yeah. He's captain, he's country, um, and, and he's, a top, he's a top player. Yeah. Um, I would I would worry if he came on and he was sounding down in the dumps. Sure. Listen, it's disappointing that we've lost these six players. Um, certainly out of that six, as I said, I, I think three of them were certain starters. But listen, it's an opportunity. That's why Stevie Clark picks a big squad. This is a real opportunity for somebody, as I said, who maybe wasn't going to be in the starting 11. Now he's got a chance to go and show the manager that he should have been. And they've had enough time mentally to prepare 
you know what I mean? In their head, yeah, if they're thinking they weren't going to be in the on the bench or they were going to be on the bench and not on the pitch. Now, overnight, they thought, you know what, this could be happening. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. It's not like last minute than half an hour. Yeah, so obviously, you're going to be gutty that you're you're losing these sure. players. Yeah. Um, but you do, every time I went on international duty, you kind of set yourself up to losing three or four players, whether it was through injury or, or illness. Um, they'll go over that initial disappointment and they've got to be professional. They've got a massive game to get into the final and play against Norway or Serbia. So what an opportunity for the, for the team to go and show the nation that they're they're right up for it. And Rob, what an inspiration he is, Andy Robertson. And you're where it started for him, I suppose, at Queen's Park and the Scotland skipper. Do you know what I mean? The fact, the success he's had at Liverpool, surely we're now going to see it for Scotland. Yeah, he used to sell the tickets here, didn't he, yeah. for, for Queen's yeah. Park. Um, he's love come that. A long I didn't way know that. Yeah. When he comes to Hamden now, he's uh, certainly fulfilling a, a different role uh, from that one. He's got a massive role for Scotland uh, tonight. Uh, he's not a shouter and a screamer, Barry, I don't think, as a, as a captain. He's more one of these leaders by example. But I'm wondering what you think. If it is a four tonight, uh, could that be the, the signal for Robertson to deliver what we know he's capable of? Yeah, listen, he's, he's obviously comfy in that, that position with, with, with Liverpool. I think if you ask Andy Robertson, and I think he's an honest guy. I think he comes across really well when you you listen to him speak. Um, I think he would be disappointed with his performances for Scotland. Um, he's not played at that level. And understand he's playing with top quality players week in, week out at, at Liverpool. Um, some of the best players that are available. Um, in the world. Yeah. I think this could be the night for Andy Robertson to, to go and shine and show how good a player he is. Because at international level, I don't think he's, he's shown that. Mm. But I still, listen, you can't take away the ability the, the kids got. I just love the, the story where he started off at Queen's Park, got the move to Dundee United, down to Hull in the space of five or six years. He's European champion and he's a, a Premier League champion. It's a yep. phenomenal story and it, sh- it shows you through hard work, grit and determination, yep. you can get to the very top. Ali? I've got uh, Andy on socials at Go Football Show who's totally agreeing with you, Barry, and he just said, look, we have to forget the players that are missing and come on, whoever plays, come on, Scotland. Yeah, that's the attitude you've got to have. That's why Stevie Clark's picked a... I think he's picked a a bigger squad than normal. Mm -hmm. Um, So you've always got to prepare for the fact that there may be people missing through injury. Sadly, through the the, the coronavirus, there's there's three players missing. Um, But you just need to go on with it. And as I said, I still think we're strong enough and we've got good enough players to beat Israel. Rob, when do you think we'll have the team news? I would think probably about maybe an hour, an hour and 15 minutes before kickoff. So that would be about half past six. Um, another player I, w- I wanted to mention, uh, and another one I think who inspires confidence, and we don't really speak about him a whole lot, mm-hmm. but when you think of the start to the season Leeds United have had in the English Premier League, um, having been promoted. Uh, off to a sparkling start, playing a really good style of football uh, and already in a, in a pretty strong position in the league after three or four games. Uh, Liam Cooper, he's the captain of Leeds United. So that's the sort of faith that they have in him as a player. He's going to be at the heart of that Scotland defence tonight. And, that, and it's another reason uh, to look at the amount of quality we have there. Yep, I watched him last week against Man City. I don't Think I don't know of any. He's he's watched the game. He was a, a so, proper leader. He yeah. was inspired, uh, inspirational. Um, I thought last season he was fantastic to get them promoted. It's been a long time for for Leeds to do that. Yeah. Um, and again, 
I agree with what Rob says It looks to me if he's a leader He looks one of the guys that's going to be in that dressing room Getting round everybody and making sure They're up for it um, So Again he's not played too many games for the national team no. um, But he's a guy that every time I've watched him He's always impressed me And his confidence is so high yeah, Got listen, he's yeah. and also he's playing under one of the best managers in the world. I think if you ask any yeah. any guys who talk about Bielsa, yeah. they love him. Mm-hmm. Um, they called him crazy, but I'll tell you what, it's worked out, hasn't it? Yep. And yeah. one thing about Liam Cooper, he's going to be fit because he's big on his fitness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bielsa. So no, I think Rob's brought a a good topic up there, Liam Cooper. Yep. I think he could be a, a big player going forward for Scotland. Rob, thanks so much. We'll speak to you about 22-7, thereabouts, yeah? Yeah, pleasure. Okay. Talk to you then. Cheers, Cheers Rob. Yeah. Ali, well done on the socials there. So that's a good shout there on the socials. We must get a sign about the socials. Give us the number to call and to get in touch with us for everyone tonight. For sure. If you've not already joined us on socials at Go Football Show, make sure you follow us up. We're on all of them. Drop us a text, 87474. Put Go at the start of it. Lots of predictions coming through. So maybe you think you know the score for tonight or you just want to have a wee go. Drop us a text or give us a call like Joseph has done. 0808 17 17 700. Yeah, we're going to Motherwell now. Joseph, good evening. Thanks for calling. Hi, how are you getting on? Hi, Joseph. Yeah, we're good, thanks. We're we're feeling optimistic. Uh, how are you? I know you're a Motherwell fan and a great Scotland fan as as well. How are you feeling about the match yeah. tonight? I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to get um, a wee bit the the nerves and the jitters uh-huh. uh, starting to settle in. It's, uh, it's a bit uncommon for me um, preparing to watch a game on the television. I'm used to being at the game, so it's a bit of a... A bit of a strange circumstance, not being able to be there, so uh, <laughs> it's a bit different. <laughs> it is, isn't it? We've been saying it, Barry. It's uh, people; they're desperate to go. We had Brian from the Tartan Army, Joseph's regular attender for Scotland. It's just hard to believe. Let's hope we can get back in numbers. Yeah, uh, before uh, long. I've said plenty of times it's difficult for the players, but it must be so difficult for the supporters. As Joseph's just saying there, he's used to being at the games. Um, as I said, I, I, and I've said it for day one: football's nothing without without the fans. You need the fans there. Understand there's a, a virus sweeping the world. Yeah. Um, but I just hope in time that we can get the fans back, even if it's 30 or 40% capacity. Yep. We need to get them back in. Joseph, is there something you want to ask Barry tonight? Aye. Yep. Aye. So, Barry, I mean, you, you were in the, the dressing room back in 2003 for the, for the last time we had a playoff. And obviously, you've been experiencing how to prepare a team during pandemic. How do you think the dressing room is going to be tonight um, as they're preparing? Because it must be, you know, it must be a completely alien situation at the players. Yeah, it's listen. It's a, a it's a difficult situation, um, but again, you're representing your country. It's it's the the biggest thing you can do as a footballer, um, and I'm sure they'll be sitting in that dressing room. They'll just be arriving in just now. I'd probably say, and. They've got an opportunity to get into the final against Norway or Serbia. That's the way that I would look at it. Um, and you look round about that squad, Joseph. I think it's a squad full of quality. And there's a real opportunity for the squad to do something. We've not reached a major final in the last 22 years. And I think there's every chance. I know we're missing certain players. And there's a few players that are not been, been in the squad through lack of fitness. I think this is a squad that's got an opportunity to go to a major championship I really do I believe in the manager I think we've got the right guy um, at, at the helm and I believe we've got a squad of players that are more than capable to doing what we all want to do yeah. I want to be sitting and watching my country of course. playing in a, 
a European Championship or a World Cup. We're all yeah. desperate. Twenty-two years is far too long. Um, so no, they they'll be certainly up for it. I'm looking through the squad and. Um, there's a few leaders in that squad so yeah. they'll be round about everybody they'll be making sure they're up for it they're focused and let's be honest they're, they're a decent enough team Israel mm-hmm. but we should have we enough should quality yeah, yeah. we should have enough quality to beat them so Joseph what do you reckon is going to happen tonight? well I'm look say something in the game I'm actually I was, I've been optimistic because when I'm looking back and you think about um, Scotland's chances against uh, any team on a single leg affair and you cast your mind back, and Barry will remember, obviously, um, beating Holland at Hamden um, when we had uh, guys like Lee Wilkie in defence. Um, I think, you know, when you when you cast your mind back and you remember that game, Lee Wilkie, no disrespect to him, wasn't the, the, the strongest uh, player to ever play in a Scotland national team. And he marked Patrick Clive out of the game that day. So, you know, in a single leg affair, I've, I've got to say that, you know, we can, we, we can do it. So fingers crossed that you know the the guys that um, are out there tonight have games like like he did on that day. Mm. I mean, thinking back to that game, yeah. I mean the atmosphere was was unbelievable that day. Um, we were the underdogs. Yep. I mean, if Big you look time. at that Holland yeah. team, the quality they had in in their squad. But we had a real belief. We had a belief certainly at home. I mean, I remember going out for a warm up forty minutes before the kick off. Was it like yeah? yeah it, I mean the Scotland. The, the Scotland fans were, I think every single one of them were already inside the stadium, yeah. which normally you don't get. And then coming out and leading leading the team out uh, before that game. Is that one of your proudest but, moments? No, the, listen, captain your country. Yep. What more do you want to do as a, a I just want to hear about it. Yeah, listen, <laughs> yeah. of course, growing up as a young kid, yeah. you want to try and make it as a yeah. professional footballer. Um, thankfully, I did. But the pinnacle is... Captain in your country There's no doubt about it Try to be that leader At the front And make sure the Just the only disappointing thing In my career Was not actually Going and achieving I know Getting yeah. to a, a major championship I would have loved To have sure. done it But I hope This group Can go and do What let's I didn't do Let's do it tonight Yeah yep, Get to the next stage Joseph great call Thanks very much for calling us Kyle is on now Hi Kyle Good evening You're through You're through right to Barry I know Hi, uh, I was just just wanting to ask Barry tonight on his thoughts of who starts up top for Scotland tonight. Then, with the talk about uh, Griffiths coming back fit, if ever starts up top today does have a good game, does Griffiths still come in? Just take that spot straight away. Well, Kyle, it, it kind of depends on what formation uh, the manager goes with. Whether it's what he, he played the previous two games, which was a three-five-two, or he goes back to a a four-two-three-one. Um, which um, he played uh, before the the last double header. Um, I think I think uh, Dykes is a certain starter. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. I thought he was brilliant for the two games. Certainly for his his debut. Um, you, you see some people coming in and, and struggle a bit, but I, I thought he he handled the occasion mm. ever so well. And over in the Czech Republic, I thought he was the best player in the park. Yeah. Um, but. Again, when you get a player like Lee Griffiths becoming available again, you need to find a, f- a formation and a formula to make sure you get your best players in that team. And a fit Lee Griffiths is without doubt the top Scotland striker. It's good we went for the options. Kyle, what do you? what's your prediction tonight? I try not to get uh, a bit too excited. Uh, I do think it's going to be a draw, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring draw tonight. 
everyone will be gun, un, all guns blazing for it. Kyle, let's uh, let's hope after the draw, Pen- penalties, penalties, yeah, extra time and penalties. I think Scotland could possibly get it an extra time. I'm I'm not too keen on sitting up too yeah. late watching this game. I'm I'm wanting I'm wanting Scotland to finish it in ninety minutes. I, I'm I'm yeah. convinced. I, I think I says three 0 in Monday night, but yeah. obviously before the call offs. Yeah, and I'm going for I'll go for one 0 I'll take one 0 Do you know oh. what? I'll I'll take no playing well. I yeah. just want the, the yeah, boys the to get through. Okay, yep. we are into extra time. There's plenty more though coming up after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Great to be with you here every night, five till seven. Although the next transfer deadline night, Barry, will definitely go on late. We've got to. Did you enjoy <laughs> it the other night? It was great seeing the. I did. I yeah. stayed. I stayed up uh, to see if there was any um, last minute sign. Not too much happening in Scotland, no. which is expected. But We've Rangers not... got the late uh, signing, and as did Celtic. Yeah. Yep, yeah. They, they did, uh, and both managers seem happy um, with the the transfers that they, they brought in. So look. Building up for a, a great game and what is it? Nine days? Nine days, isn't 17th, it? Yeah. Is it? 17th October, Saturday. Back to a Saturday. It's uh, unusual, isn't it, to get the old firm on a Saturday afternoon? Yep, yep. normally it's a, it's a Sunday, so yep. um, playing on a Saturday, I'm sure the, the, the only disappointing thing, I'll keep going back to it, the fans ain't going to be there. Yeah. That's, that's going to be really strange for some of these guys that have played in old firm games when, when either Celtic part or Ibrox is absolute bouncing. Um, but it is what it is. Um, you just need to go on with it, and we'll see. I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be interesting to see what formation Celtic play, what personnel they've got available. Obviously, with with the guys missing, with yeah, Christie's uh, co- definitely yep, out. Coronavirus, yep. and it'll be interesting to see what. Uh, players Stephen Gerrard picks mm-hmm. and what's going to happen between now and then and news this afternoon that Rangers have posted their squad for the Europa League matches yeah. but uh, big omission a surprise to you yeah I, I was shocked before, before? Um, yeah. I would always have him round about the squad look we know he's he's not the same player he was three, four, five years ago um, but his experience and you could bring him on with 10 or 15 to go and you're always going to get a chance with the phobin on that pitch. So I was surprised, but listen, the man that's why you're paid the big money as a manager. Right. You've got to make the big decisions. But it was a surprising decision. Barry Ferguson, former Rangers captain, Scotland captain. We're going to speak to Scotland captain in a moment or two. Rachel Corsi will be joining us. She moved to one of your old clubs, Birmingham City, during the summer. So we're going to speak to Rachel shortly. One of the things that uh, Stevie Clark's been speaking about is the mindset. Oh. 22 years since we were, and I was there, I was in, at the matches. Uh, no, you were, in France. you're not old I enough to have been all, there. I wish. <laughs> I've been at a few World Cups, Ali, and I thought it would continue, and of course it didn't. So, what's the thing, the mindset that's going to make the difference? You have to understand that everybody's human and when you get news like this and moments like this, it, it, it is going to affect them a little bit. But as I said earlier, we have to make sure that when they wake up tomorrow morning, it's focused only on the game. It becomes game day and match day and they're all top professionals. They've all been involved in big games and they, they know what they have to do to be ready to play. You like that, Barry? Yeah. I love mindset. I love the word. I love a positive mindset. Um, and what Stevie Clark said there, that's what's... Listen... You've got to go over the disappointment pretty quickly when you're missing important players. Uh, you just need to get over it because um, there's a massive game ahead. As simple as that. I just love the word. That I use it quite a lot myself. Um, I like uh, people being positive uh, and certainly the managers putting that message across and I'm sure the players will go out with a positive attitude tonight. 
They certainly will. Uh, we'll go back to Rob McLean in about half an hour when we get the team news, but we'll speak to Rob before the end of the programme. You had a uh, good mindset last night, so Ali's going to give us the scores from last night in a moment or two, but Kelty Hearts won. Premier League side St. Johnson 2, and uh, I know you were impressed with your players, and that's your first match of the season. Yeah, we've only been back four weeks. Uh, pre-season uh, St Johnson I've been back three months uh, played ten competitive Premier League games so that was our first competitive one last night uh, I, I've seen us play better um, but listen it's still we're still early doors we're still a wee bit behind where we want to be but we gave a a really good account of ourselves uh, I was proud of the boys I asked them before the game go out and and give it everything you've got and they certainly done that last night uh, we just fell a bit short mm-hmm. but I'm sure in the coming weeks what we're missing we'll get it back and the mindset you will have and the confidence your players will have having come so close with a Premier League side yeah when the team sheets came in last night Paul it was um, pretty much the same team they, they, they played against Celtic uh, So, and that's what I wanted I didn't want them bringing a like a a light squad I spoke to Callum Davison before the game and um, he was taking it seriously so uh, it was a great test for us it's great for the club first time they've been in the League Cup playing against a Premier League team and we acquitted ourselves really well. Just disappointing that we didn't uh, get something out of the game. Because every game I enter, I want to win. I want the players to have that kind of mindset. What we're just speaking course, about, yeah. uh, whatever game, who we're playing against. Listen, it's men against men. Yep. There's plenty happening last night, as you mentioned. Uh, Hibs won three one over Brora Rangers. Uh, Brechin City lost 6-2 to Dundee United. Kelty, of course, St Johnson's we've just mentioned. Uh, Montrose, three-all draw with Ross County. However, Ross County went through 5-4 on penalties. So they got all uh, two points there, of course, when it's a draw. They get one point each and then one point for winning penalties. St Mirren won 4-1 against Partick Thistle. I was there to see. Um, and Airdrionians uh, were beaten by Allo Athletic 2-0. Good for St Mirren to get on the goals. We'll come back oh, to that. Oh yes, finally. Because uh, yeah, Ali, I'm delighted. <laughs> Is that why to you're say, smiling? Of course. Always. Buzzing today. Yeah. Listen, we're buzzing to uh, speak to another Scotland captain. She's on the line now, Rachel Corsi, captain of the women's team. Rachel, good evening. Thanks for joining us on Go Radio. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hi. So the. Uh, First of all, the squad was announced and the uh, for the UEFA Women's Euro qualifiers. And uh, Rachel, it looks a really strong squad to me. You must be so looking forward to getting back together with them and playing. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. Um, and well, yeah, I think we're last together in March, and um, obviously that perhaps brings some challenges. But I think now, you know, a lot of the girls have. I've certainly at least been back in domestic action and I think um, there's been a lot of games this month there in England certainly and that's going to help a lot of our girls to hopefully come in and feel good um, and yeah, we'll need to be at the races because it's going to be two tough games. Yeah, it's the 23rd of October, Friday night, 7.30, Tynecastle Park, you're playing Albania. The last time I saw you play Albania, Rachel, it was when Scotland played at St Mirren Park and if I wasn't mistaken, it was either 5 or 6 nil. it was a brilliant night. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely one that I know a number of the girls in the squad have fond memories of. Um, I think it's easy to look at that game though and think that it, it perhaps will be a, a slightly easier game, but I think that would be naive. Um, you know, I think we went on to play Albania away and it was a tight 2-1 result, which obviously took us to the World Cup, which again is, is fond memories. But um, they're certainly tricky to play against, but we will be favourites and, and we need to kind of take that ownership with that type of game and and get the job done ultimately. And you had a game last night as well. 
<laughs> we did, yeah. It, Should it I ask? A classic. Oh, was... <laughs> it wasn't a classic, but um, we managed a 1-0 win. Yeah, it was, it was against Blackburn in the Cup, so um, it was one of those rainy, heavy heavy legs, but um, we got there in the end. So good to get a win, and, and then I'll be ready again this, this Sunday. So the games are coming in thick and fast, like I said. How are you enjoying Birmingham City at the moment? Is it... Just stole my question. Well, I nodded at you and you just smiled, so I thought I you were... I was down there for a few years and I was going to ask On you go, how... Barry. Right, Google. How are you enjoying Birmingham? Are you enjoying it down there? Yeah. Where are you it's staying, good. actually? Um, I'm staying in the city. Um, basically, just plotted out the coffee shops and, right. and picked from there. But, yeah, no, it's been good. Um, your, your poster's still up on a few of the walls, so... Is nice it? One. Um, <laughs> Want, <yeah>. Wanted. <laughs> I probably yeah. wanted. Do you train... Uh, um, we're the the first team train, Rachel. Yeah, the training. Yeah, the training ground. Yeah. Yep. Nice one. Nice one. I was in Solihull. I don't know if you've been to Solihull yet. That's oh, where it's I stayed. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yep, posh. Yeah, it's, it's oh, no, no Barry's left. It's posh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I had it in upside down for about two or three years. But no, I love my time down in in Birmingham. Really nice people. Great club, and I love my my time there. So Rachel, what about Finland then? So you've got uh, Albania, as uh, Ali mentioned, at Tynecastle, and then on the twenty seventh, uh, Finland in Helsinki. That'll be tough. That will be very tough. Um, you know, obviously their manager now is, is Anna Signol, who, for a number of the current Scotland team, you know, she graced many players with her first cap and has played a big, a big part in a lot of players' careers. So I think that adds to that fixture. Um, and they're a top, they're a top team. Um, you know, previously when whenever they first been involved in the national team setup, Finland were one you top ten. I think probably is their highest ranking. But um, again, we we just need to get a result, and we certainly have the quality of players. If if you look at some of the players we have at the moment, you know, Erin Cuthbert, Caroline Weir, you'd argue they're they're some of the best players in the world. They play and train with some of the best players in the world as well on a day to day basis, and so. Um, you know, if we want that recognition, if we want to be considered alongside some of the top names in the top countries, then these are the games that you put a little bit of pressure on yourself and you have to perform. And we were joined in here a couple of times by Leanne Crichton and they went a long way in the Champions League. Yeah, they did. And I think it's unfortunate that the domestic league isn't a little further forward back home. Mm. But um, obviously all the teams are training and, and working together and and you know we'll have we'll have a good amount of time together on the on the training pitch when we meet up next Monday and and we'll make sure that everyone's everyone's fighting. I like to see the women's football get a bit more um, media coverage. Yeah. I actually started I'd done a bit of work with Leanne a couple of years ago and I started taking a keen interest in watching it and the, the standard of some of the games is is excellent certainly down in the the Premier League so it's it's good that they're getting coverage. Rachel, it's been yeah. transformational, hasn't it? The last couple of years that people realise the, the, the talent and the way it's mm. being developed and recognised now at last. Yeah, it, it's definitely grown. And I think um, I, I think one of the things that, that I certainly enjoy is that now you're starting to see a little bit of debate about it. And I think that's good. I think previously when there was media coverage, it was in a very fragile state. And a, a, lot, of the, a lot of it was a little bit you know, things were sugar-coated and we were, it was all flowery and, and these types of things. And I think um, now you're starting to see a little bit more detail and analysis put in and I think that adds to what people who watch the sport want to see. And so I, I think that's something that I think's improved 
more recently, and I think that's something that will continue to help the game actually progress. Rachel, what's happened? Do you go back out of the States? You're only in loan at Birmingham, is that right, until yeah. January? Yeah, end of January, and then it's back to the US League. Wait, when does that start? Um, they haven't confirmed the dates, but the, I think it'll be mid-February. Right. So, will you be able to train for a couple of months before you get started then, or? Go and get a bit yeah. Sun tan. So you care about? Yeah, you're right. She's she's got. You'll she's be pasty doing in things Birmingham. Right. Out and out. Oh, no, there's a massive difference. Birmingham to the states. Believe me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually. I mean, Salt Lake City is actually probably still a substantial amount of snow in February, so mm. I might actually be better off in rainy Birmingham. But I don't know that I'll get the choice. Rachel, see with Utah Royals um, and and I guess it's probably not the same with COVID and everything that's happening with the restrictions. How different is it from the fan base and the recognition that you get over there to uh, in England? Yeah, I think um, America is further forward in that respect, but equally you can understand that because you know they've had America has won the the World Cup the last two years. That aside that they've had that success and I think naturally when you have a team that's you know so successful you naturally have an exponentially greater interest from the fans because people love when teams are doing well and you know I'm not saying they jump on the bandwagon but it has that type of effect um but that is probably an area that they do a lot better in is their marketing of the women's game and just highlighting female athletes and putting them on that platform um but you know, I think there is there has been a lot of growth back home here and, and that's something that we just need to keep pushing and pushing and there is going to be steady growth. I think I read through the week that for Manchester United, you know, they've sold more more shirts with Tristan Press and Tobin Heath on the back than they have any of the other players. Um, exactly. Is a, a remarkable statement. Um, I don't know how many of those shirts are actually being shipped off to the US, but... Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's just some, it's a frequent excuse that there's not a commercial value to the women's game and, and just those little moments help to kind of back the fact that there can be more commercial revenue generated if you actually try to. You're seeing up here with the women's football, I think there's a few more teams went full-time, mm -hmm. like yep. Rangers, Celtic. Um, it's Hibs as well, maybe? I, I don't know, but it's it's good to see. Uh, and Glasgow City have been so consistent, yeah, but they're not entirely... But they're, they're, they're no full-time, I think. Not, I no, think no. Speaking to Leanne, I think yep. they're only three nights a week, That's right. maybe four yep. nights a week at times. Um, so it's good to see some of the bigger clubs like putting more finances into the women's side and going full-time. And we hope that COVID, you know, it's taken the fans away, but we hope it doesn't take finance away from the yeah. women's game because it's just scaling up rapidly. James we, Anderson's yeah. helped, hasn't he? He's oh, put has a big, big amount time. of money yeah, in as well. Yeah, three million, I think, which is amazing. Rachel, um, what do you think for the men tonight? Uh, hopefully you'll manage to see it. I know it's only, you're not in Birmingham, Alabama, you're in Birmingham in the West Midlands. So what do you think tonight? What do you reckon's going to happen? Um, I'm feel I'm feeling positive. I, I think I was just driving home from training today and I think it's it's such a buzz to just feel the excitement of knowing that we have a chance and we have a, a huge chance. I mean I think on paper we're we're better than they are. I know they've caused us a bit of trouble in the past, but I think this is it's well within our grasp grasp to get a result tonight and I, I feel good about it. 
Great, a bit of positivity. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. We were having a, a look at Steve Davis, uh, Stevie Davis breaking the Northern Ireland record, 120 caps. But Barry was mentioning, is there somewhere, uh, someone in the, the women's team that's got, is it nearly 200 caps? I, I think it's a goalkeeper. Correct me if I'm wrong. Rachel, Rachel. Corsi. Sorry, that's we're putting you on the spot. On we're putting you on the spot, Rachel. It's the Go Radio quiz, Rachel <laughs> Corsi. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Is it, Rachel? Yeah, Gemma, Gemma Faye has. I, I wouldn't want to guess the number, but it's, it's certainly close to that. And I'm searching there's, there's in now. Few, there's a yeah. few players who have, who have broken, I think, 120 as well. So, um, 203. Great, yeah. It's unbelievable. Isn't it? Yes. That's unreal. I know. Stephen Davis, I mean, 120 to equal Pat Jennings and then to beat it tonight is phenomenal. Yeah, listen, I I was a teammate of Stevie Davis for a a, a number of years. Another unbelievable football player. Great guy as well. Um, Any aspiring young footballer, the way that he carried himself, the way he trained every single day he deserves it he deserves all the the applause he's he's getting Um, and what a record 120 caps for Northern Ireland he's been a great player and I'm just delighted that he started getting back into the Rangers team he's shown his real worth some of his performances this season have have been top class Rachel, for you then, we're really looking forward to the matches in a couple of weeks' time. You, uh, I know you can't wait to get back to it. It's great to see you back on these shores, though, and you're enjoying life uh, in Birmingham. Uh, Barry was talking about that, about uh, you know Birmingham itself. You enjoyed your time with the Blues. It's a great club, isn't it, Rachel? Yeah, and it's got a lot of history, and it's got a lot of history in the women's game as well. I think they're one of the, the original teams that's always been part of it, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's been great for me. It's a great environment to be in and to just get, you know, more training and games as well on a personal note. It's just always always a positive. Yeah, keep you playing in between when you tire off. Yep. And Rachel, what's your scoreline for tonight then? Do you know, we've had a few callers and people we spoke to earlier and they were all saying uh, it'll go to penalties and Scotland will win. Surely you think we'll not have to go the, the full 120 minutes? I'm going 2-0 after 90. Great. Same as myself. Rachel, you were on. Barry's saying the same thing and Kenny Dalglish was on here two weeks ago and Sir Kenny said, let's be more positive. Cheer up. Well, if, see if you look at the squad, Paul. The squad is, even when the six boys are, are missing, yeah. obviously three through injury and three through the, the coronavirus, I still think there's enough quality in that squad to get a result tonight. You've got to be positive. Listen, it's 22 years is far too long for us. So at some stage... We need to, and I think this group of players have got real potential and I think we've got the right manager as well. I, I like Stevie Clark. He knows the game inside out, so I'm all positive. I think we'll get a good a good result tonight. Rachel, and hopefully the same for the women uh, in a few weeks' time. Albania at Tynecastle on the 23rd and then in Helsinki against Finland on the 27th. Rachel, thanks very much for joining us on Go Radio. Thanks for having me. Good luck, Rachel. Rachel. Great to hear you. Thanks very much. Back next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. And 0808 is the number to call. Barry Ferguson, Ali Defoy, and me, Paul Cooney. We're just over an hour and 50 minutes away from kickoff Scotland against Israel. And Barry, you've got first sight of the team news and you've got the Scotland lineup. Yeah, I, I think he's going to go um, with a back three. Looking at the, the starting 11, um, it's going to be Marshall. Both wing-backs, right wing-back is going to be Stephen O'Donnell, left wing-back Andy Robertson, and he's going to play a back three. It looks to me that McTominay, Gallagher and, and Cooper. A midfield three, McGinn, Jack and McGregor and up top, McBurney and, and 
the main man just now Landon Dykes Wow so it's still a strong team I could team. be wrong yeah, but could, I'm looking yeah, at it and I think it is yeah. going to be he's going to yeah. stick with the formation he, he stuck with the, the, the previous double header mm-hmm. so listen it's still a strong team I'm looking at it there's a lot of good players still in that sure. that, that, um, that starting 11 disappointment missing the players that we've previously course, yeah. Yeah. spoke about but that's still strong enough to win the game. On no the doubt bench, in my mind. yeah. John the four McLaughlin. penalties. Hmm? Yeah. The four penalties. Oh, listen, that's too late to get into penalties. Just <laughs> do it in the 90 minutes. That'll do it for me. Subs are John McLaughlin, obviously the goalkeeper, and Bobby McCrory. Uh, Callum Patterson, Kenny McLean, Ryan Porteous, John Fleck, Ryan Fraser, Greg Taylor, Lauren Shanklin. So, Ryan Fraser not in the starting lineup. 1 to 11, the David Marshall, Stephen O'Donnell, Andy Robertson, the captain, Scott McTominay, Declan Gallagher, Liam Cooper, John McGinn, Ryan. Ryan Jack, Lyndon Dykes, Callum McGregor, Ollie McBurney. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> the smile go. on your face is getting bigger and bigger. Listen, Good. what are we? Yeah. How long are we away for the game? An hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Yep. That, that, that's when you're in the dressing room just now. You're What's t- happening in the dressing room just now, Barry Ferguson? I'm just walking about talking to myself. Yeah. Um, that's what I normally do. And then I would go and have a chat with two or three of the boys and just make sure they're ready and they're focused. Um, that, that was the kind of job as, as captain. Um, did they play the music in the international yeah they, they, somebody took the lead um, I, I wasn't too bothered about music it kind of went in one year now they're uh-huh. with me um, I just kind of was in my own zone um, yep. yep I was zoned out mm. probably about an hour and a half before the game just desperate to go out to the, the warm up um, and get that done and then when you come in that 10 minutes leading up to go out and stand in the tunnel that's when the, the shouting starts. That's when you start to get people right up for it and fired up. And that, that, that's the bits I miss, being retired. Uh, the hour and a half before the game and getting ready and prepared mm-hmm. to go and do battle. Ali, it's great to get the insight of the former Rangers and Scotland captain, Barry Ferguson. And that's why we're down. We're up now to over 100,000 downloads of the Go Radio Football Show podcast. Absolutely. So if you haven't already done it, check it out on our socials at Go Football Show. All the podcast details are on there. Barry, of course, only find out because he's not a social person. <laughs> he's social, but not on and the, the social. social reasons for that over the years, probably. <laughs> the yeah. amount of pictures we put up that you don't yeah, know about. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's a good thing for me to be on social media. Yeah. yeah. No, it's all good. But you never know. Never know. It's all good. You can drop us a text, 874-874. Oh no, I put in an extra eight there. 874-74. Put go at the start of your message or do what Ryan has just done. Give us a wee call, 0808 17 17 700. Yeah, we're going on the lines now. And Ryan, good evening. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for calling. Good evening, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're good, thanks. You're doing right. You feeling confident? I am. I am indeed. I'm feeling feeling there's a good buzz. But what I want to ask is, do, do you guys think there's a certain pressure now on the Scotland team because we have these talented players in our squad that we we, we have a, a certain level of expectancy to go and win, like 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 England, like they expect to go and win against the big teams, but to us they're not at that level. Yeah, listen with it with the quality we've got in our squad, there's always going to be that level of pressure and expectation. Uh-huh. Um, but these guys are playing at big clubs and they're playing at clubs that are under pressure every single week to win games of football. So I don't think it would affect um, the players that are um, in this squad that's, that Stevie Clark's picked. That, that's what football's all about. You've got to have, you've got to be able to handle the pressures and the expectations put on you, not just by the manager, but the most important people, the fans. 
the fans expect yeah. you to win um, and it's how yep. you deal with that uh, but this squad I, I mean I, I keep repeating myself probably here but I keep looking at the squad and the team tonight there's, there's still a lot of quality in that and there's guys who are who are playing at clubs week in week out that are under pressure to win every single week so I don't think it'll affect this group of players Alright uh, I've got another question Barry is in my opinion as a Scotland fan why why is Ollie Burke getting another chance considering he black or injury or whatever happened to him he didn't go into that squad and now he's, he's getting to play again tonight Ollie McBurney Ollie McBurney aye sorry well, aye well, well I've got to disagree with you there I've seen Stevie Clark speak and he spoke to the I think it's Chris Wilder the, the Sheffield yeah. United manager and there was clear dialogue between both managers that McBurney wasn't fit to go and play um, a full competitive game for Scotland Stevie Clark was more than happy to leave him down at Sheffield United I know he came on it, it didn't look too great when it came out that he'd played 45 minutes and I totally get it I was probably the yeah. I was the same as you Ryan I was looking at yep. it and thinking what's going on here um, yeah. but once Stevie Clark came out and put the record straight I was totally fine with it Ryan we had Ollie McBurney on the line at the time and we asked him about uh-huh. it, and he was so passionate about uh, playing for Scotland. And see, when you realise that you know it was so early, people had played hardly any games. Mm-hmm. He hadn't been fit at all, and he got what forty-five minutes. You understood it. And Stevie Clark said exactly the same thing. The manager said the same thing, and the player. Mm-hmm. And do you think he'll do you think he'll get a goal tonight? Will he get? Uh, I hope he does because he needs I'll, that boost. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. He gets unfair criticism. Um, I honestly believe that. I've spoke to um, I know John Fleck pretty well who's teammate at Sheffield United and he can't say a bad word about him he says he's a great kid he wants to play with Scotland and that's enough for me and every time I've seen him Paul as well with Sheffield United when he plays with a a partner up top he's dangerous Um, so I hope tonight that he um, he goes and and, um, he gets that goal because I do think there's something in there there's there's a decent player in there it's just not happened to him at international level yet but playing up there beside Lyndon Dykes um, I think they could forge a half decent partnership Um, I mean you look at it we've got Lorne Shanklin as well (coughs) back scoring goals for Dundee United haven't mentioned him yet tonight yep Uh, he's desperate to play we heard him with you a few weeks ago in the programme yep Yep. I've got a lot of time for as well and I think um, again he's a a natural goal scorer and the guy who we're all missing is Lee Griffiths once he gets back fit so that's four quality strikers we've got (laughs) vying for vying for um, two positions Ryan Ryan, wait to hear this sorry news coming in Ali sorry Uh, El Hamid is in as we knew Beton is also in the Israel team what did I tell you so yeah so yeah oh no (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying that with a happy face I wish I wasn't right Ryan yeah Ryan what do you think of the team selection tonight Uh, have you seen it yet uh, yeah I just heard it on the radio there with you guys um Will you, will you explain the McBurney situation? I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on that. I promise um, you, he I was also, so passionate. Honestly, he was. Sorry, Ryan, on you go. Yeah. I also think that, um, well, Griffiths scored against my team against my team on Sunday. And I tell you what, I says, that Griffiths is going to come on and he's going to score against St. Johnson. Mm-hmm. And he did. And I thought, you know what? He's also the man that's missing as well for yep. the Scottish squad. A fully uh, fit Griffiths is tremendous. Yep, I've got to and, agree and with you, And I agree, you, agree with you, Barry, that a lot of players get stick and I think Griffiths has had enough of a stick mm-hmm. he just needs to get his head down and get back in that squad and it'll be and I think as well as a Scotland fan and you guys know as well the more places that every footballer is fighting for 
the only only the standard can go up. I think for you've sure. got Lyndon Dykes, you've got Ollie Burke, you've got Griffiths fighting for it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's in the positive note. I think looking forward, it's looking good. Yep, yeah, I've got to agree with you, Ryan. I look at, I keep going back to it again. I look at the squad. You look at the players that are already missing out of that squad through injury. Yeah. Um, you look at that team. They starting eleven tonight. You look at the bench. I mean, there's still good quality on that bench. And as you just mentioned, the guy that scored the goal against you in in oh, Sunday. I was devastated. Honestly, Barry, I was devastated. I was devastated <laughs> last night when you scored two against me. <laughs> uh, well, I, know, me. I, I didn't know. want to bring My it team. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a wee bit of a confidence boost, right? <laughs> I hope so. I, I, I tell you what, Barry, you, uh, 2-1, I mean, I, I, even when I've seen, oh, yes, we've scored. Oh, no, it was Jason Kerr scored. It wasn't a striker. <laughs> yep. Yep. Listen, but, well, I, I did say to Callum after the game, or I think it was maybe before the game, I watched the game against Celtic on Sunday and I, I thought he's done really well. It's just that final. The hardest yep. thing in the game is putting the ball in the back of the net and that's the only yep. thing that he's maybe lacked. Um, but I thought you were really good on Sunday against Celtic. Mm. I was impressed. I was as well. It was just um, all the Saints fans will agree with me on this. The St Johnson fans, right? we all use might as well. St Johnson always have this each season. It's like a bit like Hamon. We either start good mm-hmm. and then run poor towards the second season, or we start poor and then we finish the season on a on a high. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, uh, again, see if you look at the St. John, uh, St. Johnson squad when the team lines came in last night, I was I was glad that, that Callum did put out a strong team, but real good players good in players, that St. Johnson yeah. team. It's just going to take a wee bit of time probably to knit together, but you don't get much time in, mm. in Scottish football. Callum know, knows that. I mean, the fans are, are desperate to get wins on the board, but I think St. Johnson will be fine. I think they've got enough quality in the squad um, to well, get away from that bottom yeah. of the league. I'm going to take it back to the Scotland team for you, Ryan. Um, I, yep. and I don't know what you think yourself, Barry and Paul, but Scotland have just confirmed they're going to be using VAR for the first time tonight in the match. Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, no. The no. scourge of v- the English v- football v- now, isn't it? Yeah. V- VAR to me is just ruining the game. I think it's taken out that bit of what if. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's cutting out everything like the slightest little bit of toe that's on the offside that's like oh well yep. that's offside I was like it's like a centimetre I was like oh come on I, I was I, mean? I, I was all for it when they, they says listen let, let's bring it in but see now the more I'm watching it as, as Ryan's just mentioned um, yeah I think it's ruining the game it is yeah. it's ruining I, the I, game you, you know, as well Barry do you think it's just taking that bit of edge that bit of excitement out of it like Especially, especially if you look down in the Premier League now, you guys have probably seen yep. they're taking so long to make a decision. It's like yeah, it's, it's like you're in the rugby. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, some yeah. of these decisions are going on three or four minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, I think people would accept it if it was 15, 20, 30 seconds maximum. But when it's going on and on and on, it's the players are standing about, the fans are obviously not at the games, but watching it on TV, it's just a nonsense becoming. Okay, Ryan, thanks very much for calling us. Sorry, your final point. On you go. I was just I was just going to say there, Barry, um, on the VAR, you've been an ex-pro, do you think, when, as you were saying there, the, the football is standing about, does that take a bit of momentum out of the game? Yeah, it does. Obviously, you're, you've been running about maybe for 30-odd for minutes or so, and then there's maybe a, a, a dubious decision, and 
the, the referee is waiting on the, the people that are monitoring the games three or four minutes you, you start to get cold you, you do your warm up and you're, you're more prone you're, to injury you are prone to injury yep. and that, that's yep. where it might cause a, a, a few issues but I don't like it I was all for it at the start but it's not for me now Ryan thanks very I, much for calling the Go okay, Radio guys. Football Show cheers Ryan thanks for that thank you, thank you. Ryan. the full Israeli team well we're going to hear it from Rob in a moment or two but I can tell you Marciano Dasa and Yeni El Hamed Tibi and Golasa Nacho Solomon Beton yep he's there as we said a few moments ago Zahavi and Dabur and uh, yep Announced that Strong. well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was, was impressed. I'm no it Rob McLean. I'm, I'm no Rob McLean. <laughs> that was decent. Yeah. <laughs> right. Close your eyes, you could have been. There you are. We're coming next with Rob McLean here on the Go Radio Football Show 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show. Floodlights are on. It's a huge match tonight. Sadly, no fans there, but Rob McLean is at the match for Scotland against Israel. Rob, you've got the full team news. Rob with us in just a second or two. Yeah, He's hi in. Rob. He's there. Yeah, hi Rob. Hello. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, oh. Rob, you can confirm the team news. We've had, we've had a hint on them. Rob with the news. Yeah, here we are, about an, an hour from kickoff, and uh, as we suggested right at the top of the show, don't let me say we don't bring you the exclusives on the Go Radio Football Show. It will be a Scotland back four tonight against Israel. David Marshall and goals. Uh, Stephen O'Donnell, Declan Gallagher, Liam Cooper and Andy Robertson, the captain. That's, uh, that's the way it is across the back line for Scotland. Scott McTominay in the midfield. He'll be much more comfortable there than he's been in that back three in recent times. Uh, Ryan Jack will be an anchor in that midfield area as well. Callum McGregor, John McGinn, Ollie McBurney and Lyndon Dykes, Barry. So it's a front two. Fans yeah, listen. I'm, confused. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm not too. Is it definitely a back four? They're going with Rob. You well, think? I'm. I'm. I'm told it is. I mean, obviously, it still could be a back. Three, I just wouldn't like. I, I just wouldn't like to see a Callum McGregor or John McGinn taking out of the middle of the park because that's yeah. that. That's where they are at their best. That that's their best yeah. position. They're both of their players are real driving forces. So but, Rob was just going in, Barry, earlier when you were giving the way you think they'll line up. Tell Rob exactly how you yeah, think. Yeah, I, I thought been. they were going to go with McTominay in the back four, um, Rob, with Declan Gallagher and Liam Cooper. Um, and obviously uh, the two wing-backs with Stephen O'Donnell and Andy Robertson. A midfield yeah. three, a, a well, Jack McGinn uh, and McGregor and Dykes and McBurney up front. Yeah, I, I mean, I've just spoken to a Scottish FA insider. <laughs> That's about <laughs> as much as I can say about <laughs> Uh, and and he certainly said to me back four, but but I do agree that that you know I'm just looking at the the, the selection as well as you are yeah, at sure. the moment, and uh, yeah, I mean it, it, it's further forward that that it brings all sorts of things into doubt. I mean if it is uh, McBurney and Dykes as a central striking two, then that lends itself to a back three. So maybe McTominay is in there. Certainly, we'll 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 know in about an hour's time. That's for sure. But, but those are the 11. So it's Marshall, O'Donnell, Robertson, McTominay, Gallagher, Cooper, McGinn, Jack, Dykes, McGregor, and McBurney. Those are starting 11 for Scotland on the bench. McLaughlin, uh, Robbie McCrory, of course, his brother is going to be promoted to the senior squad after tomorrow night's under 21 game. Uh, Callum Patterson on the bench, Kenny McLean, Ryan Porteous, John Fleck, Ryan Fraser, Greg Taylor, and Lawrence Shankland. 
Yep, and for Israel, Rob, uh, we called it right earlier on. I wonder how Neil Lennon feels that near Beton is playing from the start. Yeah, well, there could be uh, there could be a trouble at Mill uh, on the back of that one uh, potentially because uh, his feeling was that Beton wasn't going to be ready until uh, old firm time or at least after the international break. As a Celtic player, he agreed that he could link up with his international colleagues, but I don't think he was expecting him to play, and certainly not in the first of the three games upcoming. Um, so there may well watch this space on, on near Beaton, but as you say, uh, the Israeli uh, gaffer seems determined uh, that he can use him for Israel tonight. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Neil Lennon's waiting outside after the game <laughs> for the Israeli manager. Yeah. It's, it's a strange one. Not been fit for a, a number yeah. of weeks and he's been good enough, Neil Lennon, to let him go away with his national team. And it looked a nasty injury, didn't it? It, it, it did, it did. So, I, th- I mean, I, I would be shocked if the Israeli manager hadn't touched base with Neil Lennon to say, listen, beating's okay if you play, would you, would you be okay with that? Um, if not, I can imagine what Neil Lennon's doing just now. He'll probably be in his car on the way to Hamden. Yeah. pacing yep. yeah so Rob what's the feeling now we've uh, had predictions Barry's going for 1-0 what do you feel now that you're there an hour to go to the match you're doing it live tonight what do you reckon you'll be commentating on yeah, yeah highlights uh, highlights on the BBC for me the commentary although I'll be commentating on the whole game and I'll be living it uh, from start to finish and who knows when the finish will be will it be 90 minutes Will it be an extra half hour? Will it be a penalty shootout as well? I think it's going to be really tense, really tight uh, tonight. I mean, you, f- you do feel as if it is time Scotland delivered a performance. Yes, we got four points out of six in the last two games. Not quite sure how that actually happened, uh, but we did get them. Uh, results much better than performances. It would be nice uh, if we did it comfortably tonight, but we don't do things comfortably. Uh, so, yeah, any sort of like Barry, for me, any sort of win... Uh, and, I, and I can see it being a one niller. Yeah, most important thing, Rob, how is the vegan wine? Oh, very, very, very good. Um, I know you chided me last time for, for failing to give it the 45 <laughs> minutes breathing time. I gave it 45 hours this time, uh, so I gave it plenty. It was decanted, all the rest of it, absolutely lovely. It was screaming uh, chocolate at, at me, as you said it would, and, and it was a, a lovely quaff. See, I don't drink wine, but the chocolate part is getting me, so I might give it a go. But Rob, what I want to know is, are you copying Ian Crocker and are, are you going for the crowd noise tonight? I, I've never, ever co- copied Ian Crocker in <laughs> any way whatsoever. <laughs> and, I will, and I will not be doing his cheating tactics of the feeding crowd effects into his headphones to get him excited. I'm hoping the game's going to get me excited. For yeah. sure. Sincerely hope so. And we were talking earlier, Rob, uh, about a huge night tonight for somebody that uh, you know well. Barry played alongside him. Stephen Davis, 120 caps, all-time top caps for a Northern Ireland player. Phenomenal. Stephen Davis. Yeah, well, we're talking about wine. He, he has matured like a fine uh, wine, hasn't yeah, he? And, and not, oh, you worked on that one. <laughs> it's not, no, no, that was top of the head. <laughs> and it, it, I mean, it's, it's not so long since he was playing the English Premier League as well. So that, that's, the, that's the level of football that he's become used to. So you'd expect him to be a top player in Scottish football with Rangers. He is just that. I mean, he, you know, he's the sort of player... I don't know, Barry could probably play for another... He could play till he's 40, couldn't he? Because he reads the game so well. But, I mean, 120, he may be well behind Gemma Faye in terms of her, her women's Scotland caps, but... but uh, 203 no, I, I, she's on. 
<laughs> exactly, 203. Thankfully, she stopped at that. Uh, he's on 120. I mean, it, it really is a, a phenomenal uh, to be able to play that number of games uh, in men's international football with injuries and all the rest of it that, that comes with it. No, he's special. I, I, he's a, he strikes me, I, I don't really know him that well, but he strikes me as a really low-key sort of guy as well. He lets his football speak for him, Barry. Yeah, listen, he's he's different class. We, we spoke about it about 20 minutes ago. He, he's the ultimate professional, and if any young aspiring footballer wants to look up to somebody, Stevie Davis, young man, what, what an achievement, 120 caps. As Rob just said, he played at the highest level down the Premier League, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see... Stevie Davis going another two or three years. And Rob, what a night this is too. I'm just thinking for another Stephen, Stevie Clark. Uh, he played with you know alongside while well, he was in the dugout with Mourinho. He's been at Liverpool. Um, he is so well respected in, in football. But has there ever been a bigger night for Stevie Clark as tonight? No, I think you can hear the passion in his voice. You can hear the tension in his voice as well as he, as he's been uh, building up to it. I mean, I'm just looking out at the moment over a deserted Hamden. There is something uh, seriously surreal um, about looking at this place on uh, with a, with the, on the brink of such a big game, and these stands will not be getting any fuller in the next couple of hours. It's it's all a little bit bizarre, but yeah, this is a big night for Stevie Clark. I like him a lot. I wanted them in the job the minute the situation became vacant. I don't think we've had the performances we were expecting so far. Uh, and and we'll, we'll be happy for that to continue. We'll go another night without a top performance as long as we get a top result. Ali, you're going to choose. We've, we've had a few uh, clips of him tonight. Let's uh, hear, before we go, from the manager. He talked about mindset. Let's, Rob, hear this again. Everybody's human and when you get news like this and moments like this, it, it is going to affect them a little bit. But as I said earlier, we have to make sure that when they wake up tomorrow morning, it's focused only on the game. It becomes game day and match day and they're all top professionals. They've all been involved in big games and they know what they have to do to be ready to play. Because Barry's got us in a really positive mindset tonight. And uh, who in that dressing room, Barry or Rob, will raise their voice though because Stevie's very measured is there somebody in it? will Andy Robertson tonight be the guy I know he's measured as well yeah uh, we've said plenty of times I think he is a bit of a, a quiet tiny kind of captain he would do his leadership qualities on the pitch with his performances um, but listen it's a great opportunity for the guys tonight um, to, to get into the, the final so I'm positive I think the team that he's, he's chosen tonight and I'm with Rob I think he's the right man for the job. I think we've got enough in that team to get a good result. So that's why I'm going for a 1-0 win. Let's hope so. Let's, Rob, hope that it doesn't go all the way till penalty. I, you know, stating the obvious, nobody wants penalties, Barry. Anything, because that's a lottery. Listen, yeah. I just want to win. No, I, I don't want penalties. Listen, I, I would take them no performing great and getting that 1-0 victory. It's just about making sure they get the, the, the all-important win to go through into the, the, the final against, um, is it Norway and Serbia? Yep. So, yeah. yep. I, I don't care how they play. The most important thing is tonight, winning the game, and it's a bonus if, if they play well. Ali, what would you play? If, if you were in the dressing room, what, what's a song that would really get everyone? Barry said earlier on, yeah, they do play it in the home dressing room. If you got a thought, Ali, what, we might, rave what, music what we might play? Ah, yeah. Uh, probably play the Let's Go theme tune from Go Radio, or this... Just for you, because I think you would like it, Paul. Well, at this point, Cy Ferry would be singing. Barry Ferguson, are you going to sing? I'm not. I, I, I need to have a maybe three or four wines uh, down <laughs> before I consider singing. 
Rob, will there be that kind of passion there tonight? I th- surely this is the moment where we are going to go through at least then to that final against either Serbia or probably Norway, who thrashed Northern Ireland just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I'm more of a, I'm more of a 500 miles guy, to be honest, when it comes to famous songs. That, that, that's a great sing song, and that's one that does tend to ring around Hamden uh, from time to time. Um, I'm not sure if it is 500 miles to Norway or Serbia, but let's hope we are, we're taking that trip next month uh, to the to the playoff final, we we need to remind ourselves that tonight doesn't actually do anything for us. It no. just gets us a, a step closer. But I do like uh, what Stevie Clark has been saying about mindset and also about opportunity. You know, because yes, there are there are guys like uh, Tierney and Christie and McKenna who would certainly have started for Scotland tonight had they been available. But it's all about it's about opportunity. Do you want to pull on that blue shirt? Of course you do, and you want to give it everything tonight for Scotland and get us another step closer. Well, I'm ready to put my boots on after yeah. that, Rob. I love it, yeah. You look as a fiddle. Yeah. What, are you going to the dressing room, Rob? Uh, I'm, listen, I'm joining Kelty as uh, motivational manager. <laughs> okay. Get I love that. Up. Yeah, and guys, a, a strong bench as well. You know, you could see Ryan Fraser maybe coming on. Lauren Shanklin, you mentioned him a few moments ago. But yeah, I mean, and I yeah. think we've got a future um, Scotland centre half in Ryan Portis. Um, mm-hmm. I did say I thought maybe the manager might have pitched him in, um, but it's still a strong bench. When you think about the six players that are missing, that's still a strong 19 players. Rob? Rob, you still there? I don't think there was a question. I was having a wee hamdard moment there. All right, no, we're just saying about Ryan Porteous, who has been so impressive this year. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, every one of them impressive, but he's been a standout, hasn't he? Yeah, and, and he was a standout when he was on the show as well. He, he was on the show just about a week ago when he, when he was named in the squad. He spoke really well. He, he did, really didn't he? Confident. He, he was talking about uh, knocking the ball past off here, Marciano, tonight. If he comes off the bench at some stage, uh, maybe he'll get the opportunity to do that. But really positive noises on the back of what London Dykes had said as well. Maybe we're, we're seeing a new breed of Scotland player coming through now who don't have the, the heartaches of old to, to dog them and to, to keep them back. Um, you know, let's hope we can drive forward and maybe tonight can be the, the start of a bright new era for the Scotland national team. And before you go for the commentary, Rob, who's your scorer, did you say? I didn't say actually, but I'm, I'm asking. Gonna say now, <laughs> yeah. I'm going yeah, I'm, I'm to go for John McGinn. You were asking who could yeah. Oh, yes. by the scruff of the neck tonight. Yep. You know, I, I, think, I think Liam Cooper could be a leader mm-hmm. tonight. He is for Leeds United. And I think John McGinn, uh, bearing in mind the level he's got to now with Aston Villa, how he performed against Liverpool last weekend. Can he deliver tonight? I think he can. John McGinn, 1-0. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Honestly, couldn't care less who scores as long as we win the game. But do you know what? I would love to see McBurney. He's getting, as I said, yeah. a bit of unfair criticism at times um, after what happened previously. Um, with the last caller saying that he was disappointed that he'd pulled out the squad. Um, so, listen... I think he's underrated as well, Mike Burnley, so I would love to see him get on the score sheet and um, prove a lot of people wrong. I'm with you on that one. I think it's admirable the fact that he pulled out, knew and he wasn't full fitness, let somebody else who was full fitness play, and then now he's full fit, he's back. I think that's great. That's Ali Defoy with Rob McLean, who was there. Ali's doing the uh, match uh, at the weekend. Rob on tonight. Uh, Barry, you've been been so up (laughs) for it tonight. Uh, I think everyone's inspired here, listening to you. Yeah, you've got to be, listen, we're, we're desperate to get to that that major championship, so let's go and bring it on and hopefully the boys can get a, a, 
a great victory and listen I would love to have a great performance but the most important thing is winning a game tonight Barry thanks very much thanks for everyone who called in and who listened and let's hope tomorrow night 5 till 7 it's going to be a Scotland victory we're talking about we'll see you then good night The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go